right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Welcome to the radio show where we're going to do a lot of really fun stuff. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. Don't talk like that. I'm glad I never, well, maybe I did that for a minute. Do you remember me ever sounding like that? Uh... No. It's kind of loud at one point. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a yeller. Yeah. As you get older, you realize, hey, save your voice. <laughs> save your voice for things that matter. As you get older, you're just like, quit yelling. Yeah, stop yelling. Because early on in my career, it's like everything had to be loud. Yeah. I don't think I was thinking about the fact that this thing in front of my face is a microphone and people could hear. <laughs> So anyway, today is Thursday. It's March the 4th of 2021. It is National Sons Day, so I will accept Aww. gifts because I am a son. Oh, oh, but you also have a son. That is correct. He gets yes. a gift every single day. Yeah. <laughs> you, right? Oh, no, no. I mean, he gets stuff all the time. Like as a kid, I remember it was special to get something. Like I got something on my birthday and on Christmas. Right. And every once in a while, I would get something with my grandmother. I would get to purchase something yeah. like, at, a, at the store. But for the most part, like you got presents or gifts twice mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. And Kai gets stuff all the time. He all like he gets rewarded just for being good would all you, the time. Would you guys adopt me? No, <laughs> he has the ideal life. I always tell him, hey, one day you're going to look back and be like, dude, that was awesome. He is. So, uh, National Sons Day today. It is also National Marching Music Day. Oh. So we'll celebrate those friends of ours who do marching music, like the marching bands mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, National Pound Cake Day. Pound cake. Not really sure what that is. Is it just, is it that kind of spongy cake? But isn't every cake spongy? Not like, like I think pound cake's like a different kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm a fan. I think you have to have something else with pound cake to make it a good kind of like, cake. Here's a pineapple pound cake. Right. That's something that sounds like my grandmother mm-hmm. would make. Uh, also, it's National Hospitalist Day. I thought today we would also go back, and sometimes Kelly, later in the show, she does this deal. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know? And she gave us a little piece, a little tidbit mm-hmm. of something that I thought was completely wrong. I thought you totally botched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a quote that Kelly gave us yesterday. Uh, This says that when you get a kidney transplant, the doctors usually don't remove your failing kidney. They leave it there and put the new kidney in your pelvis, basically on top of it. (laughs) And your mouth dropped and you're like, no, that is a wrong. You got something wrong. Yeah, it sounds like you got that from, uh, you know, like the Roadrunner guy. Right. Like that doesn't sound like that could be right. Because I would like if you go in for a heart transplant, they don't leave your other heart in there. Or do they? They don't do that. So I'm thinking there's no way they just leave a kidney in there and just place another one. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't sound any yeah. good. Like that could be possibly even remotely true. So we have a friend who, uh, her name is Brandy Garner. She is a nurse and she works in surgery. So essentially she is a doctor. What? Right? Uh, oh, okay. Can we rewrite this song? Yeah, sure. Doctor. Feel good. Doctor. Feel good. Doctor. Feel good. Doctor. Feel good. So, anyway, Doctor. Feel good has come in to tell us that she hasn't worked a kidney transplant case in a minute, but 
they do leave the kidney in your body mm-hmm. just in case your body rejects the new kidney. Uh-huh. Hashtag the more you know. What's Hashtag the- once again, Kelly is right. Yes. Hashtag uh, stand with Kelly. Yes. So, uh, Brandy, she- you are awesome. So, yeah, that's kind of rude that she did that. But still, uh, we're learning different things. Like, if your kidney is already failing, why do they leave it in there in case the other one fails? You need to have two failing kidneys. It's kind of hard to grasp. Does that make any sense? But here today, because of the hashtags uh, that she was using, Uh hashtag once again, Kelly is right. Yeah. Hashtag stand with Kelly. You know what's about to happen to Brandy Uh, Garner? Don't don't you dare do it. In living color across the state of Arkansas. Mm. Brandy Garner, you are banned. You're banned. Brandy, just hit the road, Brandy. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Brandy. Obnoxious. Don't you come back no more. You are banned. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh-huh. She ain't right. Who needs two failing kidneys? That makes no sense. There's failed logic right there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I have challenged Kelly today to get back on the throwback Thursday swing of things. I'm going to try. She said if she can't find something today, she will go out and uh, reenact something from her childhood. We had mentioned (laughs) hurdles. My brother, my nephew, is uh, he started track and uh, he did his first like hurdling event. And I did that in high school, Mm. did the 100 meter hurdles and the 300 hurdles and so so when I saw any one yesterday, like he showed he showed the video of him winning and I was like, oh, my goodness, maybe for Throwback Thursday, I could find a video of me doing the hurdles and post it. But I do have I need to find the one where I fall because that's the best one. I just yeah. don't think I have that one. But there's some good ones. So stand up real quick. I want to see how high a hurdle is, because, of course, I was not an athlete in school. Right. Well, the the, the guys hurdles are taller. OK. And then the girls, hurdles, they call them like I forget what they call them. It's been a second, but girls. they're low. So like I could basically straddle a hurdle and it not like it not hurt me. So really, you're not jumping hurdles. Mm-hmm. You're running hurdles. So they want you to yeah. kind of step them. Step yeah. over them. But it's the same thing. The logic has failed. So if the guy's hurdle is higher and the guy's bar on a bike is higher than the girl's bike. Why do they do that? That makes no that sense. Is, it is messed up. I'm with you on that. It's like they're trying to get us completely ready for America's Funniest Home Videos and the crotch shots. <laughs> they are, yeah. Because I never understood that. Like there's more damage to be done on a bike with a high bar. So give that one to the girls. Oh, Right or not even make a bar. I mean, because I'm telling you, as a guy, if you kind of fall off your seat, no, you're done. If you hit a bump and fall off your seat and have to catch yourself with your feet, <laughs> it's the worst pain of all time. Yeah. So failed logic. Much like the doctor thing with Doctor Feelgood, Brandy, oh, here we and the go. fact that she's trying to tell me that if your kidney fails, they just put one on top of it. <laughs> I don't think she said they stack them. <laughs> well, where else do they put it? They side put by it, side? They put it somewhere else? No, they put it right on top of it. <laughs> hey, that kidney's no good. Let's put another one in there. Let's not take the other one out in case this one fails. Hey, the other one's failed too. <laughs> it makes you gain weight. It doesn't make it. Oh, great. I have extra yep, kidney yep. weight. <laughs> have you gained any weight? Nah, it's just an extra kidney. <laughs> That's going to be my excuse right. for 2021. Mm-hmm. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2011, and Luke Bryan had the number one song in country music on this day. Baby, is someone else calling you? Baby, it's driving me crazy. This being in the 
ago, Luke Bryan was sitting atop country music with this song, Someone Else Calling You Baby, number one in 2011. You wanted time and you wanted your space, so I backed off with whatever it takes. Never really thought you were that ready for moving along. Now I Someone else calling you baby. It was number one on this day in 2011. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Welcome to a Thursday morning. We are happy you guys are here with us. We're not perfect. Mm. At least Kelly's not. Thanks. (laughs) We are one big, happy, dysfunctional family, and we appreciate you listening to us and allowing us to be a part of your morning every day. Or if you listen on the podcast or on Alexa, however you listen, we appreciate that. And y'all... As always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Meghan Markle. 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 I just made up a new name. Markle and Prince Harry. They had a, they're going to have a major sit-down with Oprah Winfrey this coming Sunday. And it's been talked about for a long time. In the interview, Oprah is supposed to dive into their experience with royal life, handling the public eye, what they're wanting to do in the future. And in one of the promo videos, Megan says the royal family has an active role in, quote, perpetuating falsehoods about her and Prince Harry. Really? Here's a sneak peek of Megan's interview with Oprah. How do you feel about the palace hearing you speak your truth today? I don't know how they could expect that after all of this time, we would still just be silent if there is an active role that the firm is playing in perpetuating falsehoods about us. And if that comes with risk of losing things, I mean, I've there's a lot that's been lost already. Right. And so yesterday, Buckingham Palace announced it's launching an an investigation into allegations that Meghan bullied her royal aides and created this toxic and manipulative atmosphere when she and Harry were still part of the family. Well, reps for Meghan and Harry are calling the uh, allegations uh, a smear campaign just because this interview is coming out this Sunday. They're like, they're just trying to make something up. But it's a mess, but it still makes me want to watch. Here's what I don't get about the whole thing when you try to break it down. Like, why would the royal family go out and attack Prince Harry and his wife? That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. But it also makes no sense why she would say that if it wasn't true. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the point there? Because then they're attacking the family. um, That's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's on Oprah? Yes, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So I love Maroon Five, even though my wife, uh, you know, she's a huge Adam Levine fan, and sometimes, you know, when she's looking at him, I'm like, okay, stop. Right. But anyway, so I like their music. So does Kai. And uh, I also like Megan Thee Stallion. I think she's fairly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Megan Thee Stallion from this song right here. I'm a savage, okay. classy, bougie, ratchet, sassy, moody, What's happening? What's happening? You might know Megan Thee Stallion from this song right here. A lot of times I'm making spaghetti. Doing this. You know. So, swing noodles around, stuff like that. So now we have a collaboration, Megan the Stallion and Maroon 5. The song is called Beautiful Mistakes. Here's a sneak peek. Beautiful mistakes I make inside my head. She's naked in my bed. Five and Megan the Stallion. It's called Beautiful Mistakes, and it's available now. Gotcha gossip on Kim Kardashian, and it has nothing to do with Kanye West. Wow. So she's announced on Twitter that she has added a new member to her family, and it's not a baby. It's a bearded dragon, and her name is Speed. So Kim says she wasn't planning on liking Speed the way she does, but she grew on her. Apparently, they babysat Speed for one of her friends, Allison, mm-hmm. and her kids really, really liked Speed, and Speed hasn't left and continues to stay there. You can't just keep somebody's pet that you're babysitting. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I'm sure it was all taken care of, but that's she posted funny. several pictures of Speed the Bearded Dragon, and he, uh, she has on like a little jacket, like a coat, like yeah. it's cold, like a, a coat. No, I saw it, and it actually matches what North is wearing in the photo, matching yes. clothes. Yes, I didn't realize you could dress bearded dragons, but I guess you can. I didn't realize yeah. that either. So Olivia Rodrigo, she is known for her song Driver's License, mm-hmm. which is absolutely ridiculously huge right now. And she says that just the other day she got this hand-wrapped gift from Taylor Swift. Taylor is such a big mm-hmm. supporter of young women in music. And Olivia says that she was like, this package shows up. She goes to it. There's a handwritten note from Taylor Swift, of which I have one of those mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and she goes on to say that Taylor sent her this ring. It's like the ring that Taylor wore when she was writing her Red album. Uh, there were hand-wrapped gifts. And basically, basically, Olivia Rodrigo's like, how does she have time to do this and to support other people? Olivia also says she feels that Taylor is incredible and the support that she shows to other artists is genuine and it's compassion, and it creates so much excitement. Mm. So, Olivia Rodrigo, if you haven't heard the song Driver's License, it's this song right here. And all my friends are tired of hearing how much I miss you, but I kind of feel sorry for them, because they'll never know you the 
Olivia Rodrigo. She's also known if you haven't, if you're not really aware, if your kids watch Disney, she was on the TV show Bizarre Bart. So it's a big deal right mm-hmm. now to be her in the world. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was going back a second ago on Instagram and I was trying to look and see what people were saying about uh, the whole mask mandate in Arkansas. Yeah. So Texas and uh, was it Mississippi? They basically said, hey, no more masks effective. Uh, like for Texas, it's next week. Uh, basically, businesses open back up 100 percent, all that kind of stuff. So I was wondering what you guys, the people who follow us on social media, were going to say about this. And I was uh, I'll tell you the truth. I was a little bit surprised yeah. at the results. Mm-hmm. So if you too. if you go to Facebook, it's really all over the place. Right. Um, and, and you see both sides and there's some arguing on there about which way is the right way and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So on Instagram, on my Instagram story, I just did a poll. Which one are you? Are you done with the masks? Are you ready for Arkansas to lift this whole uh, mask mandate? Or do you think we should keep it? Right. That was the question. Mm-hmm. Much to my surprise, 78% of the people who responded said that they're ready for the mask mandate to be done and for Arkansas to be back open 100%. Well, see, on, on Instagram, mine was close to that. Mine was 72% were ready for the mask mandate to be uh, over. Did that surprise you? A little bit, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, you know, I, maybe we're just all just fatigued by it. Yeah. Or maybe a lot of the people who have responded on saying, hey, yeah, let's be done with it, have had COVID. Right, yeah. You know, because oddly enough, unless somehow we ended up with it, and we had no symptoms or, or symptoms that were extremely mild. Mm-hmm. You haven't had it. I haven't had it. My wife hasn't had it. Isn't yeah, that wild? It is wild. And then I was talking to my wife. I'm like, I wonder if maybe we did have it. I and we bet, just didn't know. Like I blamed a sinus infection. Maybe it was mild. I guarantee a lot of people that's happened to. I'm sure it has. It has to. Well, Dr. Spites has said, and he's kind of like the, the state's advisor on this. He said they believe for every one person who has gone in and tested positive, Based on averages across the country, there are six to eight other people who have had it who did not get tested. Wow. So at that point, that could be why the, the, the rates, the, you know, the, the rates of active cases have gone down. You want to hear something really weird? What? My three kids have had it and my husband and I have not had it. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But you said your husband was real sick back early last year. About a year ago, literally about a year ago. Before we even really knew what was up. And right. you wonder if he had it then. Yeah, because he had been traveling. And so uh, I'm just like, hmm. And he never gets sick ever, ever, ever. Yeah. But again, so many of you have yeah. said you are ready for Arkansas to be back open 100%. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for having us on. I was reading a deal today about how the average adult will spoil their appetite five times a week by eating junk. Uh, hmm. So much junk food. Why does it have to be so bad but so good at the same time? They say on average there's about 10 snack attacks a week for people 
where we can't resist the urge to go in and start snacking. I get it. Like, it's just there. And, uh-huh. man, it's right when I wake up or right before bed. The middle of the day, I'm kind of strong. <laughs> but it's my moments of weakness right before bed or right when I wake up. They say 57% of people have sat down to eat an entire bag of chips. And we're not talking about, like, the little small bags you're supposed to eat all at once. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We're talking about here comes a big old family size <laughs> sucker. And once you start, you just can't stop. They say 45% of people have accidentally eaten a full meal of nothing but junk food. Which, if I recall, that seems like our good buddy Kelly did that just like a week ago. I have no idea what you're talking about. And she came in bragging about it. 37% of Americans have bought a new snack because they thought it was healthy and then realized it wasn't. <laughs> what, like Nutella? Uh, all that, you know, mm. you go in and say, oh, this is a granola bar. This is yeah. a protein granola bar with plenty mm-hmm. of carbs. <clears throat> but you're not looking at all the stuff. Like, I bought this bag of nuts one time, right? And it was like, oh, omega, uh, omega-3 nuts with a little bit of candy so inside. So protein. And I looked at the back of the thing. I'm like, oh, it's only 150 calories. That's not so bad. Well, what I wasn't realizing, it's 150 calories per serving, and there were like four to six servings oh. in that thing. So all of a sudden, I had my daily caloric intake all yes. in one bag of nuts. Wow. Uh, let's see here. What else do they say? Half of us have been snacking more than usual during the pandemic. Uh, 70% of Americans tend to eat more than the recommended serving size of their favorite snack. Hmm. And most people have no self-control. Yeah. Telling you, man, if I see that cinnamon toast crunch (laughs) and I'm just waking up, I'm like, ooh, that's breakfast. I don't even need the milk. It sounds so good to me. So, Anyway, don't feel bad if you like the snack food. We all like it. Some of us like it more than others. And all these new flavors. I saw there's a Flamin' Hot Cheeto with lime. Ooh, I bet that's good. I bet it is too, but I didn't buy it, but I wanted to buy it. I also bought the Anthony Davis Ruffles. What did I say those were? It wasn't pickles. Uh, Jalapenos and lime. Lime. That's pretty good too. So anyway, what I'll do this morning is talk about snack food and then go home and try to eat something like ground turkey. (laughs) Ooh. Let's see how that works out. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's a 50-year-old guy named Jason Harvey who lives in Romford, England. And he had a song in his heart, even if it didn't sound very good when it came out of his mouth. (laughs) Jason loved to fire up his home karaoke machine and sing ABBA songs all night on Saturday nights. Well, it was so bad, he wound up getting more than 150 noise complaints. Oh, my God. One of his neighbors told reporters, Reporters, quote, it has been a nightmare. I dreaded Saturday nights. It was so loud and his singing was terrible. Well, besides ABBA, the police also received specific complaints about Jason's rendition of maybe one of the best songs ever. What is it? By Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Uh Uh-oh. Islands in the Stream. Tender love is blind. How could you complain? requires a dedication. Jason has good taste in music. He was in court this week and he was fined $3,800. But speaking of karaoke, did you know where karaoke machines actually come from? Ooh, I have no idea. Where do they come from? Singapore. (laughs) (laughs) Singapore. 
my God. And there's even more proof <laughs> that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we are. It's Thursday morning. It's March the 4th. Thanks for having us on this morning. Thanks for getting up with us. Sunshine, y'all like that? Yeah, it's like, it's on your face right now. I feel it, man. Yeah. Sunshine day. Uh, You know, I saw a message from someone on social media who will remain nameless, but they heard me singing some Dolly Parton and they asked (laughs) that I'd never do that again. I'm just saying, sometimes it's like, we treat this kind of yeah. like you are in your car as well. And well, if all of a sudden you feel it, man, you got to let it out when you feel it. And I think sometimes we forget that we're in front of some people, but yeah. oh well, we I mean, like we're, we're honest with you. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, I was going back to my Instagram story. As we mentioned, we referenced this earlier this morning. A lot of you are saying you're ready for the mask mandate uh, to be done in Arkansas and for the state to open back up 100%. Okay. We know that. There are some things that uh, maybe we want to leave in the past. <laughs> and there was a survey that was asking people fashion trends that were happening before the pandemic that people wish would not come back. Okay. Like, we'll leave them pre-pandemic and move on. All right. So, let's run through some of these. Okay? You tell me what you think from the female perspective. Probably a little more, and I hate to say it, a little more fashion conscious than me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because, like, I kind of have my deal. Yeah, we know. And you kind of still pay attention, even though you have your deal as well. Yeah. All right. Do you believe that pleather should be left pre-pandemic and we don't wear it after the pandemic? Um, I do like my pleather pair of Spanx I have, like faux leather Spanx. Yeah. So, and they're very comfortable. So I'm going to have to say I'm going to wear those until someone tells me not to wear them. What if I said they're out of style? You just got them, didn't you? There's too many people that wear them. I'm just asking, why do you get mad about it? I'm not (laughs) not mad about it. (laughs) Pre-pandemic, they say that we should leave the the T-Hongs, you know, pre-pandemic. The what? T-Hongs. What are T-Hongs? Spell it. Write down T-Hongs. Oh, no, I'm not going to spell it. Okay. Should Uh, we leave those pre-pandemic? Well, you should. No. Oh, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> ain't glad built like that. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Sure, leave them. Are they dated? Yeah, sure. Are they? Are, I don't know. Are they dated? Brandon, I really don't know either. Why do you get so weird when I'm just asking questions? You're looking at me. And, never mind. They're saying the T-Hongs should be left in the past. Also, rom- <laughs> rompers. I'm just trying to make it safe. Rompers. Leave them in the past. Now, explain to me what a romper looks like so I can tell you if I no, like them or not. they're super cute if you're really small and skinny. Yeah. Well, explain it to me. They're, it's like basically... So the body, like the, the, yeah, ba- like, the baggier body thing? It's shorts and a shirt together. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Long sleeve, short sleeve. Kind of short, right? Yeah. I like those. Mm-hmm. Uh, body suits. I don't see a lot of people wearing those around here that much in Arkansas. But see, body suits are really big right now. How would you describe a bodysuit? Because when I think a bodysuit, I think like Kim Kardashian. Well, you would wear like, it's like a t-shirt, but uh-huh. it buttons underneath you like a baby onesie. Oh, I know what you're talking so about. So instead yeah. of it coming out and ballooning out or whatever, it just fits better like if you're tucking something in. I tried one of those at the store. Doesn't really work as good on me. Are they not meant for guys? I'm sure that they're made somewhere for, for men, but... I don't think you should try any of the, the body suits. Yeah, trying to button and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they say the other thing that, what? The other thing that people wish we would leave behind pre-pandemic. 
are tight jeans. And this has been one. We've been hearing about this for a little bit. That ain't ever going to happen with me. You know? (laughs) (laughs) They don't make jeans back, you know? But they're saying the tight jeans, we should leave those pre-pandemic and move on. So I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, Hey, uh, hey, uh, Brandon Baxter in the morning, Alexa. Play Kelly's favorite song about her pants. (laughs) And partner, there's a tiger in me. Yeah! Here we go! Sing it with me, ladies. Looks like a cougar to me. You're lucky we're on the air. I'm satisfied. I did my best to make her dream come true. As she fled out her fantasy before my eyes, it seemed a cowgirl came alive inside those tight fitting jeans. Leave them behind. So. Brandon Baxter in the morning, Alexa, please stop. Thank you. Brandon Baxter in the morning, Alexa, can you play me one more song that that describes Kelly and them jeans? Heaven help us, baby's got her blue jeans on. What is that weird? She's got them on and she can't breathe. Oh, yeah. She can't help it if she's made that way. She's not to blame if they look her way. She ain't really trying to cause a scene. It just comes naturally. Be proud of it, ladies. No, no girl can't help it. Well, so, Main Street. Things to leave behind. Pleather, T-Hongs, rompers, body suits, and maybe your tight jeans. Just a little heads up right there. T-Hongs. We're always looking out for you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 4th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Trenton Burke of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. David Mathis. Happy birthday. John Tyree of Augusta is celebrating. Taylor Cox of Brooklyn. Richard Lynch. Happy birthday. Jacob Haley of Jonesboro. Stacy Grissom has a birthday today. Brooke Carter of Jonesboro. Melissa Jenkins of Cave City. Andrea Seaman of Jonesboro celebrates today. How about Angela Argo Sewell, who lives in Bologna, but listens to us on the podcast? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Angela. Uh, Wendy Stotts of Jonesboro celebrates today, so happy birthday to Wendy. Ross Williams of Wiener is turning 11. Josie Walker, one year old Aww. today. I'll never forget Kai's first birthday. Mm-hmm. Man. And Hunter Miles of Etowah is turning 16. Love from your favorite cousin, Kristen. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Brooklyn Beckham is 22. That's the son of David and Victoria Beckham. Yeah. So there was no doubt that he was going to be good looking, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's David Beckham's son and Posh Spice's son. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. 
Brooklyn Beckham is 22 today. Margot Harshman is 35. That's McGee's wife, Delilah, on NCIS. And that's also young Sheldon's cute assistant, Alex, on The Big Bang Theory. Let's see. Jason Newstead is 58. Oh. He's an ex-bassist for Metallica. And nothing else matters. I was so scared of Metallica when I was a kid. Get a Metallica shirt, I was scared. Never care what they do. Do you understand it when you hear it? And of course, Metallica. Don't say your word. And never mind that noise you heard. It's just like the beast under your bed. Brandon scared of Totally. Is this the bedtime song you sing to Kai? Uh, no way. <laughs> it's to never, never land. All right, Jason Newstead of Metallica, formerly of Metallica, 58 today. Patricia Heaton is 63. That's Ray's wife, Deborah, on Everybody Loves Raymond. Mikelty Williamson is 64. That was Bubba and Forrest Gump. He also has a recurring role in Chicago PD. Catherine O'Hara is 67. That's the mom in Beetlejuice and the Home Alone mom. She's also on Schitt's Creek. She's one of my favorite actresses. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. And happy birthday today to Chaz Bono, who is 52. So Chaz Bono is the child of Sonny Bono Mm -hmm. and Cher. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. You know, sometimes you just start singing songs out of the blue. You haven't heard it, but for whatever reason, you just start singing it, right? Yes. Cher is one of those artists that for some reason, <laughs> I just start singing her music. And I don't have to hear it. I yep. don't have to see anything about Cher. Mm-hmm. I'll just bust out and sometimes sing something like, I can feel something inside to say. Catchy about that kind of stuff, and of course, my favorite mm. out of the blue song. Really oh, you oh no! Your best share. Turn back, turn. 
Stuff we have to do today. Anyway, happy birthday goes out to my good friend uh-huh. Chaz Bono, who turns fifty-two. Today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Welcome to Thursday morning. We appreciate you getting up and starting your day with us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got. Three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, so Miranda Lambert is known for being essentially a trailblazer in country music for females, right? And now she's blazing another trail, this time right down the heart of Music City on Broadway because it's been announced that Miranda Lambert is about to lend her name to a new restaurant bar right there on Broadway in Nashville. She'll be the first female country singer with a bar yes. in her name. So we already have bars down there from play, from people like Blake Shelton and Dirk Spentley and Alan Jackson, Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line, John Rich, Kid Rock. They all have bars. And here comes Miranda Lambert. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, what we're hearing about this is it's going to be located at 308 Broadway in downtown Music City. It's a 17,400-square-foot building. They're going to undergo the renovations and turn it into a, a new space, including a mezzanine, all kinds of uh, restaurants on the second floor and stuff like that, bar areas, all the different stuff that you would think would feel like Miranda. And the talk is it's going to be called Miranda Lambert's Casa Rosa. So get ready, Miranda Lambert fans. She is coming to downtown Nashville. And, of course, when you're thinking about Miranda, she has her current song out right now, which we're on, which is called Settling Down. I'm a wild child in a haunted kitchen, caravan in an empty kitchen, bare feet on the top with my head up in the cloud. And there's also her collaboration that's out right now with L. King. It's called Drunk. So That's Miranda with L. King. That song is called Drunk. But get ready. If you love to go to Nashville to visit, Miranda's Bar will be opening sometime in the next year or so. So if you ever need a reminder about the power of music, you've got to remember this story. Somebody asked Garth Brooks about the, mo- the most rewarding part of his job. And as he was answering it, he started to tear up. 
Here's Garth Brooks. It's what it does for other people. I'm stunned. You know, it's letters, posts. I had the gun in my mouth. I heard threats. That kind of stuff. You just go, thank you, God. You know, because I never, ever felt like it was worth anything. And then to hear something cool that you had a part to do with is so sweet and so rewarding here. These are all results of all the people being in the right place at the right time. That's really sweet. Again, Garth Brooks sharing the most rewarding part of his job. And again, he was talking about that moment where he got a letter from a fan who said, hey, I was thinking about being done. I was yeah. going to end it. And then I heard the dance. And now I'm glad I didn't know the way it all would end, the way it all would go. Our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the day. I'm telling you, man, his music does bring out emotion. We sat here with him and uh, told him that on the radio. Yeah. Like, hey, man, your music makes me cry. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what it is. But yeah. There's something about it when those... When those lyrics hit and they hit the right time and the mm-hmm. right moment, just magic. So Marin Morris is featured on a song with the pop artist J.P. Sachs. The song is called Line by Line, and they just showed up on James Corden and did the song live together. If you didn't hear it, Marin Morris and J.P. Sachs, Line by Line from Corden. There are things that I sing that I'll never have the confidence to say. Like I'm still not convinced that I won't be too much for you someday Yeah, we both know the way it goes Hear my fears all on the radio There are things that I sing that I'll never have the confidence to say Love too big for a love song If I tried to sum it up, I know I did it wrong Sometimes if it don't sound right I apologize, I just said it cause it rhymed Four chords, three hits, it never fit in So I just take you line by line Ooh, I'll be writing about you for the rest of my life It's Marion Morris and J.P. Sachs line by line on James Corden And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show This is Brandon Baxter in the morning Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 4th, and today in pop culture in 1950, Cinderella was released by Disney. Cinderella, Cinderella. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, today in pop culture in 1963, Kelly's favorite band of all time released maybe and probably their yes. biggest song of all time. Uh, the Beach Boys released the song Surfing USA. If everybody had an ocean across the USA, 63. Then everybody'd be surfing like California. You'd see them wearing their baggies, Warachi sandals too, a bushy, bushy blonde hair. So, the Beach Boys right there. That's a big song. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1974, the very first issue of People magazine hit the newsstands. That was in 74. Mia Farrow was on the cover. In 1976, Today in pop culture, Hall & Oates released uh, a big song that a lot of people are going to know. It's called Rich Girl. Rich Girl. Rich Girl. Rich Girl. 
That's 1976. Uh, today in pop culture in 2000, Lone Star became the first country song to have topped both the Billboard Hot Country singles and the top uh, country tracks chart. It was the first song in many, many years to do that. So the original was done in 1983, and it was Kenny and Dolly. So 17 years later, Lone Star did it again with this song. I don't know how you do what you do. I'm so in love with you. It just keeps getting better. So this was a big crossover song, country and pop at the time. I want to spend the rest of my life with you by my side. Today in pop culture in 2003, Evanescence released their first album. The album was called Fallen. And if you remember, they had ties to Little Rock. Evanescence did. Amy Lee and the guys did Bring Me to Life. Today in pop culture in 2008, Alan Jackson released his 15th studio album. The album was called Good Time. Singing along, bossy for songs, rowdy friends all night long. Good time. Oh, we having a good time. Another song on the album was this one. I'm a country boy, got a four-wheel drive. Climb in my bed, I'll take you for a ride. Up city streets, down country roads. Yeah, I can get you where you need to go. Cause I'm, I'm a country boy. And today in pop culture in 2015, Daryl Hall and John Oates had to sue a cereal maker uh, because the company decided they were going to release some maple syrup granola bars, and the name on the bars was Hall and Oates. Uh, And they said, hey, you can't do that. That's intellectual property. So on a day where we've already played a little bit of Hall and Oates, I I thought we'd play Kelly's favorite. What? Watch out for she you up. What? Oh, here she comes. She's a man eater. Oh, here she comes. Watch out for She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a man eater. Glad you agreed with that one. That's that's Kelly's favorite. Here's my favorite. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Hey! You're making my dreams come true. for you this morning. All right, today is March the 4th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, everybody. For those of you who have uh, listened for a while, and especially in the last number of months, you've probably heard about our family's battle with COVID-19 and uh, why we've taken it so seriously over the last number of months because of how it's affected everybody. A uh, little backstory for those of you who might be new to the show or, or who haven't heard the story. Uh, both of Leslie's grandparents ended up with COVID just after Thanksgiving. They spent the holidays in the hospital. If you remember, it was a big social media deal and all over the news, uh, really across the country. On their 61st wedding anniversary, they were side by side in hospital beds uh, battling COVID. 
Uh, they both ended up getting really sick and their lungs took a really bad turn and they had to be ventilated on the ventilator. And, you know, you have all those stories about how that goes and survival yeah. rates and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost Leslie's grandfather, Papa, on January the 2nd. And the same day, and we talked about this after the fact, uh, you know, we were in there with him. And then we walked across the hall and there was Meemaw, who was on the ventilator as well. And there have been moments where we didn't know if she was going to make it. There were gonna, there were moments where we thought, there's no way. Um, you know, we even thought that maybe the services were going to have to be a two-person service. Uh, but man, slowly but surely, she started making this comeback. It's almost like it's Hulk Hogan and mm-hmm. starting to Hulk up. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, is this about to happen? Is she about to be able to do this? Uh, and she was getting a little bit stronger. And then there's been setbacks. And then it, she would get stronger. Then there'd be a setback. And then we'd think, oh my gosh, it's probably not going to work. And all of a sudden, uh, we got the word that uh, she was going to be able to go home. Now, she's not fully Meemaw yet. She's not all the way able to do the things that she did before. And, you know, there's a a hospital bed there and there's the wheelchairs and lifts and things like that. But I got to see her for the first time since that whole deal uh, when the ambulance dropped her off. And I can't explain that feeling in that Mm -hmm. moment because, you know, we hadn't seen her since before the holidays because we'd all been distant, you know, because of COVID and stuff like that. I got to the house before anybody else. I was going to make sure the doors were open because the ambulance was going to bring Meemaw home. And as I walked through that door, and I'd walked through the door a number of different times over the last couple of days to get the house ready. It's like, then it hit. And I'm like, but you got to be strong. You can't Mm -hmm. cry in this moment because she's coming home. But it's the first time that she's come home without Papa being there. Oh my goodness. So we're outside waiting. The ambulance turns the corner and, uh, you know, I, I recorded the moment of it. Coming into the driveway, and then we're there as they, you know, she's on the the, uh, the stretcher, and they get her out of the ambulance, and she just looks over, and she hadn't seen me and Kai, uh, because, you know, the hospitals are so yeah. different right mm-hmm. now because of COVID regulations, and she raised her arm and waved. Aww. Last week, she couldn't raise her arms, mm. uh, and then we had the chance to go in there, and, you know, I have this unique ability to say things that nobody else in the family can say. I can see that. Um, <laughs> you know, in ways that uh-huh. nobody else would dare say uh-huh. around the grandparents. Um, but I was able to see her laugh and smile and Aww. and all that stuff. So it was a really emotional day on so many levels, uh, emotional for all of us. I mean, there were tears from everybody in the house, uh, but it was pretty special too. And for those of you who have been there to uh, support the family and lift us up through that, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But Meemaw has made it home. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the her first all request, you know, because she was ready to eat. So the number one thing that she wanted to have, uh, and we even talked about this when we got to the room. Oh, and by the way, I, I didn't mention, you know, with the, the ventilator, they had to do the trach. And she was, nobody was able to understand her talking. So by the time she got home and she was able to move her hands and her arms a little bit, and you could hear her voice. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it was really sweet. Um, so I had to go home uh, right after the show, and I made her the Mimas fudge. So she had fudge on her Aww. first day back home. And uh, we were like, well, what do you want to eat? And she had this request. She wanted chicken salad chick. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't care how much it is. I'm buying chicken yep. salad chick for the whole family because Meemaw's home. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Oh, sweet home. Tonight, tonight. The journey, though. I mean, it's a different journey, but it's kind of, you know, starting over the recovery process. 
So if you're the type who sends up thoughts and prayers, we'd appreciate that. But my wife, did you read her pose? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It was tough. Yeah, it was emotional. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I'm going to have to stay away from her for just uh-huh. a minute. <laughs> So, anyway, thanks to all of you. It's it's funny that we can build a little family through the radio, through your speaker. So, we appreciate that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so you're a fan of the TV show Friends? Yes. I'm a fan of Friends. Let me tell you this. There's a website that's actually offering five people the chance to sit down and watch the first five seasons of Friends, and they're going to pay them to watch it. Okay. So, and really, I think you might like this because you like watching TV anyway. You yes. don't do anything else. So, Brandon. What? Oh. You watch more TV than anybody I, I know. I wish that people could see your face when you make bogus statements and how big he's smiling, no. waiting on me to answer. Do you watch more TV than most people? I watch a lot of TV, but I, I also saying. have three jobs, so you leave me alone. <clears throat> yeah. Here's a way you can get paid to watch TV, which Kelly's probably going to oh try to uh, sign up for this today. <laughs> this will be my fourth job. <laughs> There's a, a deal called bestvalueschools.org, right? Go there. The first uh, people that they choose have the chance to win $1,000 each for watching every episode of the first five seasons of Friends. And basically, they're going to also send you a DoorDash gift card worth 100 bucks, some Friends swag, and all of this. Now, they do say it's not just, hey, watch the show. They want you to react to it with social media posts and then rank the episodes as you go through them. So, uh, again, bestvalueschools.org, and it's uh, the title of it is The One with the Perfect Dream Job. Watch Friends and Get Paid. Ranking the episodes would be tough. I don't know. That's really tough. I mean, basically, you would have to probably go, okay, watch one and watch the next one. Which one's better? Mm-hmm. And then rank the one after that compared to the right. other ones. But it's five seasons back to back, and there's probably how many episodes per season? 15 to 20? Uh-huh, something like that. So it's a bunch of friends for 1000 bucks. I'll do it. But you get paid to watch Friends. Also, David Schwimmer, who played Ross Geller on Friends, is talking about uh, the special they're doing for HBO Max. If you remember, that was supposed to be last spring into Mm -hmm. summer. It was supposed to be out. But because of the pandemic, they didn't get to do the Friends uh, deal, the reunion. And they wanted all of the cast members to be able to be in the same room to talk about the show. Because they could have done it via Zoom. And, and Ben, you know, hey, last year, get it out on time. But they're like, no, we all need to be together. Their chemistry is so good. That's the only way they should do it. David Schwimmer has told us that it's getting really close. They will all film together the reunion sometime within the month. Aww. So if you're a, a fan of Friends, get ready for that. Because I know many of us are going to uh, probably subscribe to HBO Max just to watch mm-hmm. our favorite Friends. Here you go. This one's for you. Can you sing it all? So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love life's the other way. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. But I'll be there for you.
The website again, if you want to sign up to get paid to watch Friends, bestvalueschools.org. 1000 bucks to watch Friends. Not a bad game. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Just a quick follow-up on something that we talked about right around this time yesterday morning. Because I give you such good information every day during this time. In case you didn't uh, catch it, Kelly told us that when you have a kidney transplant, that what they do is they take the kidney out. But no, they, they don't take the kidney out. They, they, if your kidney has failed, they put the new kidney, the transplant kidney, on top of the other one. Yeah, they leave the old one in there. It's in there. And you were like, Kelly. That's dumb. You can't say terrible, dumb, untrue things right. like that. Dumb. So when I said that, evidently one of our friends who happens to be a nurse at one of the hospitals mm-hmm. and a high-ranking official in the hospital from what she's high told ranking, us. High-ranking, yes. She's told us she is high-ranking. Even over the doctors, I believe. I believe mm-hmm. so. Uh, she told us that what you said was actually true. Yes. They don't remove the other kidney. They just put the other one in there next to it or on top of it. They stack kidneys. Just in case. Who stacks kidneys? If the kidney's already failing, <laughs> why don't you just take it out? Maybe it's just a lot more work. You don't just get to go in and elect to get new kidneys. Right. You know what? I think I want to get a new kidney this year. So anyway, if you heard that fact and you heard me question it, it has been confirmed by our friend who wants to be known as Dr. Feelgood. Brandon. Weird. I don't even know what that's about. Sorry, Brandon. So anyway, that's a true story, even though... It's hard to believe some of the stuff that Kelly gives us. Well, if you liked yesterday, you're really going to like today. Okay. Did you know an average of 350 slices of pizza are sold in the U.S. every second? Dang. That's a lot of pizza, (laughs) Yes. Did you know Baby Pebbles in The Flintstones was originally going to be a boy until a toy company told the creators of the show that baby girls sold a lot better? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you had Pebbles and then you had Barney's kid. Bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam. Yeah. And did you know, if you drop Silly Putty from a high place, it doesn't bounce. It shatters. No, that can't be true. Yes. Silly Putty is the stuff you could put on like the comics, right? Right. And it would print on. There's no way that's going to break. Well, from really high up, not like going up to the top of our building, like really, really high up, it would shatter. That's weird. Okay. I didn't know. know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thursday morning is, uh, you know, throwback Thursday for a lot of people. So I have found a video um, where I got in trouble after I did this promo. So I did my wrestling promo and it's myself and Axel Rodden and Pat Tanaka were being interviewed on uh, television by Lance Russell, who was a legendary wrestling announcer and uh, to many people, the greatest of all time. So anyway, I'm there, and again, this is one of those deals where I've heard my mother and my grandmother and my family say words, and I just assumed if they said them that they were perfectly okay for live morning television. Oh, no. Wait, how old are you here? 18. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So there's, there's no way I would have said something bad on purpose. Right, yeah. But I'm doing a promo, and you know, you get in like your, you're kind of in your mode and... In the louder. zone, right? I was louder back then. It was a wrestling promo, so I had to be animated. And I'm ready to go. And you sit there, and you hold the microphone right there, you old fart. Oh. That's what I said to Lance Russell. And I remember in that moment, he kind of looked at me, and I was thinking in my head, did I say something else? Because I had heard old fart forever. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. 
But evidently in 1995 on live to Memphis television on Saturday morning just after cartoons, maybe old fart was deemed inappropriate. Brandon. And I was called to the office by Lance and they were like, hey, Lance Russell wants to see you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Scared to death. I'm 18 years old. I'd just been in Memphis for a few months and I had to sit there and listen to Lance tell me why old fart was inappropriate. Oh my goodness. Here's what's crazy. Okay, number one, back then in 1995, I could not say old fart on television, but we could show a man profusely bleeding out of his head. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? We could take chairs uh-huh. and fists and hit each uh-huh. other, but old fart was off limits. Right, yeah. We fast forward, and oddly enough, and it sounds even weird to say this, this was 26 years ago. Think about how much television has changed. Like old fart. That would be in a cartoon theme song now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, much compared to what we hear, right. the words we hear, mm-hmm. the things that we see. It's just wild how those times have changed. So my throwback today is that interview where, uh, again, this aired live on Memphis TV. So they couldn't edit this off of the live version. But for the syndicated version, the version they send around the country, I was edited off of Memphis Wrestling TV. So you got beeped? They didn't beep it, but they inserted uh, like a crowd noise, uh, oh, you know, white noise goodness. into that spot. You're such a problem starter. But you can see it. You can tell that my my uh, days of starting trouble and running my mouth too much started mm-hmm. way early in my life. It's up on my Throwback Thursday. It's on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. And on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. Kelly is also preparing to share her Throwback Thursday this morning as well. Yeah, and on our track season, you're going to see me um, run the hurdles. <clears throat> we filmed this yesterday if you want to go check it out. <laughs> Instagram, Kelly Perry on the radio. Facebook, Kelly Brooke Perry. And on Twitter, Kelly on BBITM. Hey! Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a study was done analyzing the social media posts from different sports fans. With the vision being they were trying to figure out which sports fans were the most angry. So I'm going to give you some sports and you tell me which one you think is the most angry sport fan. Okay. Okay. All right. So some of the ones that are included in the top uh, 13 or so include soccer fans, Mm -mm. baseball fans, Mm -mm. boxing fans, hockey fans, NBA fans, tennis fans, cricket fans, golf fans, or NFL fans. You know what? I'm going to say 100% I would think NFL fans. I would have thought that as well. It's not? No. It, the one that it, the, the number one is crazy to me. Golf fans what? seem the most angry. They have the most angry comments according to this study of social media. Golf fans get the most mad. That's Soccer fans, number two. Baseball, three. The NFL, four. And boxing fans at number five. But the most angry sports fans are the fans of golf. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we kind of step you back through what we've gone through as a family, what my family has gone through as uh, we welcome back Leslie's grandmother back home for the first time mm-hmm. since just after Thanksgiving. And the struggle is still going to be there. The struggle is still going to be real, but uh, we're making progress. And it was um, you know, pretty emotional day. So we kind of break down uh, some of that. We share that this morning. If you go back and check out the podcast, uh, we also talk about the fashion trends that we wish people would leave behind. You know, the pandemic has caused some people to rethink fashion. Mm-hmm. And many of the things that I mentioned, though, Kelly thinks we should still be able to wear. 
which probably only means that she's out of style. <laughs> but you can check it out on today's podcast, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available anywhere you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The first season finale of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. We have Rachel Lee Cook, Sherry Shepard, and Kevin Nealon. The first season finale of The Chase and the series premiere of The Real World Homecoming New York on Paramount+. Plus. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.